Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. My name is Rich. In today's episode, I'm joined by my student, Rafaela. Rafaela recently passed the TOEFL exam, or the TOEFL exam, and is now living in the United States. If you are interested in studying for the TOEFL exam, and you want some help, please go to lovetolearnenglish.com. You can reserve a free of charge 30-minute Skype class with me, and we'll make a plan to help you achieve that goal. At the end of today's episode, I'll be covering some minimal pairs, the difference between the E and IF vowels in English, and we'll also be talking about life in the United States. Hey, Rafaela, how are you? Hi, Richard. I'm good. And how about you? I'm very good, too. So welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad Thank that you. you liked it so much you decided to come back. <laughs> Did it again? Yeah, <laughs> you... One. Yeah, you don't don't let me finish my my whole story. Yes, oh, I didn't let you finish. <laughs> let's say I didn't. So you're back for no, more. No kidding. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about some very interesting things today. So first of all, there's something that I thought was really funny. You told me recently about moving to America, to mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. and hearing the expression or the word y'all for the first time yeah, so yeah, for those people who don't know what what is y'all and please tell us your story yeah uh so y'all is a very common expression here and it means like everybody uh, uh your your old friends like the mm-hmm. the words is you all but they said y'all together yeah uh, and I, I didn't know that when I came here. Uh, and the, I was in, a, in, this, in the supermarket with my husband. And then we were talking like silly stuff uh, in the cashier queue. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy in the cashier, he, he said, oh, where are you guys from? Like, what language are you, talk, are, are you talking? And I said, are you speaking? Are you speaking? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I said Portuguese, and he said, "Oh, I know some some words in Portuguese, like obrigado and olá." And I said, "Oh, very nice. It's good. You're good." And I, uh, can I ask you something? Uh, how can I say y'all in in Portuguese? And I said, "Oh, I thought weird. He mm-hmm. wanna know like you are. Well, it's weird, but okay, I would say." Uh, and I said, "Você é very slow." For him to understand, mm-hmm. which mean, what does that mean in in Portuguese? Você é it's it uh, it means you are. You are okay, perfect. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing related to you all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he said, "Oh, okay, thank you." And oh, bye, bye, bye. And I, when I looked back, my husband was laughing, laughing. And I, what? What happened? And he said. Oh my goodness, you got everything wrong. You said everything wrong to the guy. And I mean, what? What I said wrong, I don't know. And his y'all in a, is an expression in English. And it means you all or everybody. And I said, yeah. oh, no. Oh, I was embarrassed at that time. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, th- I think that uh, it is a strange expression as well, y'all. But, yeah. Uh-huh. For me now, it's not. It's not obvious <laughs> because everybody says this. Like everybody, yeah. it's something like 
né in São Paulo, for example. Yeah. The expression that people said. But, but so, yeah. yeah. In the UK, like, so the equivalent of né in the UK would maybe be, isn't it? If you're very mm-hmm. posh or fancy, or maybe in it. If you're not so, <laughs> if you're not so fancy, it's kind of like what people say at the end of sentences, just to fill space, right? So, someone might be talking and say, "What? You know, I think this football team's really good in it," and they just put it at the end of the sentence in it, just to in it, yeah, just, just to, to add to... the, just to add something at the end. It doesn't yeah. really mean anything. It's just like a a habit. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're also going to talk about some interesting differences between Brazil and the U.S., mm-hmm. what things are better, what things are worse. So maybe we can start with culture. So h- how is the culture different? Maybe it's not better or worse, but h- how is it different? What do you notice? Yeah, um, one, one thing... Uh, quite interesting here um i'll tell you a few things i've i've witnessed it Mm -hmm. uh uh, americans have uh, a good community sense you can see all kinds of sense of community yeah yeah sorry it's opposite a good Mm -hmm. sense of community um you you can see all kind of sports, supporting organizations, institutions, uh, people that really need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked as a volunteer in a hospital here for in the, a lot of times. I saw Astros, that is the baseball team here, Texans, the American football team players, and they spend time with the kids. They give them gifts, take in, take pictures, uh, play with them. Uh, it's it's very very nice uh, how they are engaged with the community and the problems that they have. Uh, and besides that, in 2017, uh, in Houston had a very hard time because of a tornado, Harvey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Just explain that quickly for people who don't know. A tornado? No, no. <laughs> what is a tornado? Yeah, well, actually, okay, yeah. So a tornado is, maybe we should explain that as well, right? So uh, a tornado is a type of weather where wind cycles very quickly exactly. and it causes a lot of dis- destruction, right? Yeah. Uh, but But specifically, this was... Tornado Harvey, you said. Harvey, right? yeah. And what, what was the consequence was, of that? Uh, was uh, the the worst consequences uh, from a tornado mm-hmm. in the United States? They said uh, uh, on the news that it was worse than Katrina. Uh, right. Yes. Everybody yeah, knows Katrina, right? Bad. So it's even okay. Yeah. So they have they have hanged. Uh, rankings uh, of each one of these. Yeah. And uh, Harvey was very, very hard. Uh, many people lost everything, like houses, cars, lives. Yeah. So it was very, very bad. Uh, Houston uh, experienced Harvey not as uh, with the tornado, but mm-hmm. with all the weather, all the water from this tornado. Uh, came to Houston and Houston was floating. So flooded. Uh, 
flooded exactly mm-hmm. and uh, they call houston like a, a spread out city uh it, very large city but every in everything it's flat so the city was under water yeah uh it was very bad but after the water went away you could see like many many companies uh institution organizations uh get gathering to help people uh all the all the time news were, were like advertise with this advertisement like oh if you uh if you can help call like call this number if you want to give money uh go this way like it was very very nice to see how they rebuild the city uh rebuilt rebuilt mm-hmm. Uh, so this one thing, like speaking generally, I don't see back home. I know that uh, we have also people help supporting each other, but it is not like massive way. It is it is not like yeah. This. The, the institutions in Brazil are not as strong. No, at all. Yeah, yeah. Here it's very different, uh, but. I mean, on the other hand, Americans in general also, uh, they don't care about what is happening in the world, for example. Yeah, well, so, I guess, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, have, I have some friends, American friends, that sometimes we talk up, like a lot of things. And uh, the perception of them is that America, like United States, it's, is the world. I mean... Yeah, everything that uh, you you can have it's here. Yeah, for for like just one example for you know, my husband, uh, the my husband bosses. My, my husband's, husband's boss, boss, one boss. or two boss or bosses. He has two, but okay, uh, I'm boss. talking just about one. <laughs> All right, yeah. one boss. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she went to Barcelona for a conference. And uh, Marcelo really likes Barcelona. And he said, oh, yeah, how was there? How, do you like it? And she said, oh, well, I mean, it's nice, but it's pretty much like New York. And he, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, completely different cities. It's very strange. I mean, I don't know how they got this feeling like I, I can have everything in America. And yeah, like you know that. I mean, I disagree. I went to Barcelona recently, and I thought it was a, an amazing place. But yeah. I, I have a lot of American family. I've spent time in America, and I think um, it—it's also I think because Americans don't travel that much. But America is so big, and there is so much there. They have mm-hmm. almost every type of weather. Yeah, uh, they it's have true. every it is true. every geographical thing you could want. Every type of city you could want. Yeah. So I do feel that if you are an American, maybe you don't need to leave. Because <laughs> you kind of have the choice they, of they everything. Think, it's so much. Yeah. So, this is the way that they think. Yeah. But I think that, you know, traveling definitely, I would recommend to, to anyone. I think it really does change your viewpoints. Um, so to any Americans listening, I don't think there are many, but. Please get a passport and come and see us. No, see how nice. things are different. Yeah, but 
yeah it's the, i mean I, we are talking about differences so yeah well yes yeah, so it's i i think i had the same observation you know most okay. people don't have passports that they exactly. think mostly about internal issues not so much about external issues i'm generalizing here of course but I, in yeah, general i think compared to europeans which who who generally look at to the outside world and i think even with brazil brazilians do think about the outside world quite a lot even yeah, if it's yeah. just america right it's still another like a lot of brazilians <laughs> follow american news but it's still another culture yeah um so at the risk of becoming controversial i want to talk to you about some of the big issues in america today mm-hmm. okay so the first issue i want to talk to you about is immigration oh so, yeah as an immigrant what what do you think about america's immigration visa policies about the whole system what do you think about the illegal yeah. immigration situation yeah i don't have i don't have like an opinion a strong opinion about this uh, yeah. i mean it is not easy to to live here to get yeah. a, a visa uh, my 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 process and my, the in my husband process uh were like difficult to get uh mm-hmm. it is uh expensive also we we don't we we don't uh, we don't are citizens or we, and uh, we don't have green card it's just like a regular visa just working and in study here but i i i know and i saw a lot of ingrid, uh, re, uh people that are not right to the to the law mm-hmm. I, I don't know to explain this but anyway uh in my perception uh in the everything that i i heard here is that sometimes i agree with them to get that immigration needs to be a, a difficult process because because it's not easy uh you open your your country for everybody and uh, after you you got some problems with that even mm-hmm. with very uh restrict uh immigration law mm-hmm. you see a lot of people that doesn't have permission to be here that don't have yeah they don't have yes don't have permission to be here so uh i think for the right people that wants to be here like even for a work or a study uh it's a little difficult could be a little better uh yeah. easy process i would say uh because we we don't know like live here forever some some people came, uh, came here just for a while to learn to get improve whatever but other others came to to really live here uh i think i agree with uh, some politics right now that the regulation needs to be very strict but mm-hmm. it is not just about the regulation but the fiscalization also just uh, explain that word because some people might not know that so you said fiscal fi- oh why can't i said fiscalization <laughs> fiscalization so what that does that mean it, it is not related to what you have in law it's mm-hmm. the practice of the law okay so 
you, ha you have to have people looking for the right things uh, and, not and not just like uh, come up with law and said that, okay, now it's like this way, but you don't have how to do that in a proper way. In so a proper way. Proper way. So I think fiscalization is not so good. So it is not, uh, the, in my opinion, uh, the government, it is not doing the right thing to get more restrict to, with the immigration law. But otherwise, well, like in the other way, they need to be more uh, effective with the fiscalization. Okay, so... Now that and we've got, sorry, just, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, just one comment. Um, the majority of people that live here uh, and serve the country, I mean, work as in the service, uh, waitress, uh, carpenters, builders, uh, people that clean, everybody is from abroad. You yeah. don't, I mean, the majority of people, it is not Americans. America don't, don't want to trash your, your garbage. Don't want to clean your house. Yeah. So yep. it needs to be a, it needs to have a balance between what is good, what is not. And it is not that because I'm abroad that I'm not good for the country. Because I'm foreign. Sorry. Yeah. You, you, you got it. Okay, so I just want to finally introduce some minimal pairs, which is uh, that are a common problem for Brazilian speakers, in, uh, for Portuguese speakers when speaking in English. So I have two sounds today that I want to cover. The mm -hmm. first sound is an I vowel. I. You can hear this in the word it, hit, bit. The second mm -hmm. one is an E vowel. You can hear this in the word she, we, be. Now, these two sounds are very commonly confused by Portuguese speakers, and by many speakers of many different languages, actually. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a look at these very quickly. And I'm going to just explain the difference. Yeah. So firstly, if we start with sound one, You'll notice that it's very quick. Eh. If we compare that with sound two, e, you'll notice that it's a little bit longer, mm -hmm. right? So you have eh, e. So that's the first difference in how long they are pronounced. Secondly, when you make an eh sound, your jaw lowers just a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's eh. So the jaw comes down just a small amount. When you make the E sound, the side of your mouth will form a smile. So it's almost like you're smiling. E, E. Actually, in English, it's quite common when people are posing for photos that someone will say, hey, say cheese. And the whole group go say cheese because it makes them smile for the photo. So when you make that E sound, you need your mouth actually to make a smile shape. So that's the other difference. So with an I, you just open the mouth and relax the jaw just a little bit. 
And with the E, you need to make a full smile. So let's just try a few of these and see how you do. Okay. And let's see how it goes. So we have sound one, ship. Ship. Sound two, sheep. Ship. Perfect. Can you hear the difference? Yeah. Ship. What? Yeah. Sheep. Ship. Ship. The same as shit and shit. <laughs> shit and sheets. Sorry. Yes. To their... <laughs> yes. Don't ask for a shit of paper when you're in the yeah, office. Yeah, <laughs> I did once. Yeah. You did I that know. once. Okay. Everyone <laughs> makes these mistakes. <laughs> it's the same difference that you see with a uh, bitch and beach. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's a very con- as a life is a beach is yeah. a common <laughs> joke. When you when you say alone this word, it's easy you understand, but in yeah. the middle of the phrase, it's, it's tough. Right. Yeah. It's tough. yeah. Uh, we're gonna try two more words. I'm okay. gonna get you to copy me, okay? Just to try this out. So we have sound one, fit. Fit. Sound two, feet. Feet. New word. Sound one, bit. Bit. Sound two, beat. Beat. Okay, and we're going to have a sentence just to finish today. All right. There is a sheep on the ship. A ship on a ship. Mm, try that first one again. Right. Sheep on the ship. Sheep on the ship. Perfect. All right. So thank you so much again for joining me, Hafaela, for thank another you. episode. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Cheers. Cheers.